Welcome to Audio Explorations with the Editor, a podcast series of Circus Voices brought to you by Circus Talk. My guest today is Stacy Clark. She was an acrobatic coach on Amaluna before she joined the team at Cirque du Soleil as a casting director of sourcing and recruitment. But before that, she became a certified performance enhancement specialist from the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Stacy has years of experience in the industry, working with artists and administrators from around the world, and her work has been instrumental in shaping the contemporary circus landscape. Circus Talk is expanding our content for members, including bespoke pro membership content. We're pleased to announce that Stacy will be the host of a new video interview series called 360 Degrees, Circus Through a Holistic Lens with Stacy Clark. I'm so looking forward to getting the benefit of her insight and the wisdom of her guests in her new series. Stacy, your background is quite diverse. Did I miss anything important? It's so interesting. I call it my flash dance story. I have a lot of chapters in my book. So the very quick synopsis goes, athlete, I was a, an elite level gymnast. And then upon graduation from university, I worked in marketing and communications. And I had an entirely different career path until the day I found flying trapeze. And when I discovered circus mm-hmm. and reconnected with my athletic background, everything changed. So I actually left my work after, you know, doing circus at night and office by day. I finally dove Mm -hmm. into the world of circus arts full time. And then I spent the next next decade performing and uh, coaching and teaching and doing all things on stage, on screen, circus, acrobatics, performing arts. And that's actually what brought me to Cirque du Soleil ultimately. Uh, there had been an opportunity. I was getting ready to hang up the tights and there was Mm -hmm. an opportunity in the casting department. So in fact, I started in the casting department as a talent scout. And after about four and a half years is when I transitioned to become coach with Amaluna. I was there for the inception of that show and then through to the first year of touring. And after coming back off tour, I rejoined the casting department and that again, sort of as a new reorientation because then I started to be a little bit less infield and more responsible for managing the teams that were out there scouting. Wow. That's an interesting trajectory. That, that kind of was one of my questions too, was to ask if you came to the art form through sports or through dance or another art. And I wonder how has starting as a, um, a sporty person, and having that background impacted your career? Does it give you some insights that you might not have had if you had started with art? I believe it does. In fact, for, for me personally, I say without question. Uh, I would not have been able to tell you back then just how significant everything that I learned in sport were, was to become finally in my professional career. So I really love to draw parallels actually between sport and performing arts because what I what I tend to do is look through the lens of high performance and quite honestly high performance can apply to any number of genres there are so many really significant human characteristics that are common so I zoom out and I call it high performance but 
my experience in sport uh, definitely helped to define me. Yeah, I could see that. And that, that's, that is very useful probably in a business setting as well. Um, so you're starting a new series on Circus Talk Pro, and it's going to have a very wide reach of topics, but it is based around this concept of the three C's that you'll be covering. And can you talk about that and why you think they're essential subjects to explore? I'm, I'm so happy to, and I'm really thrilled about this because it's everything I'm passionate about. So our three C's are coaching, casting, and career. On some level, they're all intertwined, but I'm going to make an effort to keep them in their lane and bring in some really wonderful people with whom I'll exchange and hopefully do a bit of a deep dive into different aspects of each of those categories. So when it comes to coaching, it's not necessarily about technical coaching, although that plays a huge role in both <laughs> sport, but of course, uh, performing arts and circus arts, especially, but also coaching the human being, coaching strong individuals, people, making sure that they are equipped to be as autonomous as possible and therefore able to thrive in their environment. The word coach, and especially today, I would argue, has so many different meanings and interpretations. But at the end of the day, I think it is, you know, there's some common elements in that, which is empowering others, sharing your knowledge and, and giving strength to others. So we're going to take a look at coaching from a couple different perspectives. And casting, of course, has been um, my wheelhouse for a lot, a lot of years now when I was working at Cirque du Soleil. And there, too, there's that perspective of who is the human behind the artist? How is it that we can mm. bring the very finest of individuals to the forefront and then also celebrate their ability to perform? So casting processes, the, the casting world, the misconceptions, the myths. We're going to take a look at a lot of different things with different people who've had different experiences of what casting is, and also looking at both sides, being cast and being responsible to identify talent and to cast. We're going to try to swirl around all of that. And then career, I, I love this one because in part, as I set it up, I have also had a bit of a, a atypical trajectory. I did things a little bit in reverse, having started circus comparatively late in life. I love this idea of building toward not necessarily a known outcome, but a just an ongoing better version of yourself. And we have some really interesting guests lined up who've who've really carved a path for themselves, who've maybe come from sport or come from the world of circus arts uh, and who are either already in transition towards something else or have long since transitioned, but hold very dear this background of onstage experience. And perhaps people who are hovering on the periphery who are there to support the well-roundedness of artists in their career. One of the things that happens in some forms of, of performing arts, and certainly there's such a tie-in to identity in circus arts and performing arts, is that we, we live in a bit of a bubble. And I've really observed some people start to see the end of their onstage career 
looming mm-hmm. and they don't know what to do. So I'd like to be able to dive in and try to, to deconstruct that a little and, and take a look at what it is to, to transfer your skills and transfer your strengths into whatever that next chapter looks like. Oh, that makes total sense because it, so career, the C career in this ter- in sense means thinking about your role and how it can expand and how you can grow in your career and how it's not a static situation. Absolutely. And I mean, I would say that inside of being an artist, you can absolutely grow. Then there's the very notable, you know, metaphoric hanging up of the tights where now what? Where can you channel everything that you've learned, all those skills that you've acquired and all the life experiences that you've acquired? Where can they go for good, both to for that individual to feel enriched and to thrive, but also within our world, share, share the wealth, bring those experiences mm-hmm. forward and take a look at where else you can apply them. For sure. And, you know, I, when you mentioned uh, the very first C, I thought, okay, my next question, you've already almost answered it, but I would like to still hear your take on it. And that is, what is the relevance of the word holistic in the title of your show? Yeah, lovely, lovely question. And I hope in some way without pounding people over the head with it, it'll be part of the fabric of this show. And certainly it informs who I'd like to have on the show with me and the kinds of people that I've reached out to, uh, to invite to join me. The idea of looking at humans from 360 degrees there, you know, we look at a circus artist, we know that there's certain kinds of physical attributes, certain kinds of skill sets that we're trying to identify that would, would serve them to become successful in a performing career. So that's fine. You can coach all that. You can take a high level athlete and help transition them. You can take someone who's trained for years and come through circus schools or dance academies, and you can help them to become more technically proficient at what they do. But at a certain point, that's just one very small piece of this entire makeup of the human. And what I really love and what I I feel so strongly about is all those other components, the wellness, the resilience, the mental and emotional strength that that person has to be able to feed the performance. And in fact, hopefully take it to new heights because they are so grounded and so well in who they are as a human. And that kind of Mm -hmm. coaching, that, that sensitivity, I think that um, prioritization of wellness practices is something that I, I subscribe to and something that I think is just so important to help people succeed simply. Yeah. I think it will be so interesting too, to hear each of your guests perspective on how they implement that kind of um, care into their career and their dealings with other people in the industry. So I'm looking forward to that. Can you tell me who your first round of guests will be and what the topics are? Yes, and I'll leave it a little bit high level because uh, I'm I'm kind of excited for them to bring themselves to the table. But if we start with our first round out of the gate, the first C of coaching, I have Sarah Poole joining me. 
Sarah is an esteemed teacher and aerial coach with a lot of experience in the world of circus arts. She presently teaches at the École Nationale du Cirque here in Montreal. She is a professional dancer by background and migrated, evolved into the world of circus arts as an adult. What's super interesting about Sarah is, in fact, her very compassionate approach to coaching and her commitment to giving agency to her students, helping them develop Mm -hmm. their voice and their own superpowers. And she's also very academic. Mm -hmm. So in fact, she's studying and and we'll take a look a little bit at how her extracurricular studies, uh, she's pursuing a, a master's, how that informs her approach to teaching and coaching as well. Then the second session, we move into uh, casting, and I have Zeb Hunter from Australia who will be joining me specifically to be able to speak to his experience on all different sides of casting, not just two sides, you know, in front of the table and behind the table. But Zeb has a really interesting career path as well, having been a professional artist for a very long time. He's gone through the casting process on a number of occasions. So he's been that artist looking for work, you know, being selected, being trained into positions. He's had that experience himself. Then he has spent a lot of time as well at NICA as a teacher. And he really understands, I think, what it takes to help support his students into that professional path. So he's been able to give them a, a voice and very specifically with an artistic bent. He's he's more aligned these days, although he had been an aerialist himself. He actually went back and got a master's and he is also a stage director. So he's coming at it from all these different angles wow. and he understands yeah how to cast, how to find talent, how to nurture the talent that he has uh, at the National Institute of Circus Arts in Melbourne. Currently, he's an artistic director at a circus company in Australia. So again, he'll be responsible for the talent inside of that company. So we're going to be taking a look at casting experiences where he's had on different hats throughout his career. And then the a third, but not final, because this is just our first uh, triad of, of individuals. Um, I have Dustin Walston joining me, and Dustin will talk about career. It's going to be a little bit more from the perspective of his personal journey and, and how he set course to transition from various spaces in his life. So he comes from an athletic background. He uh, became a circus artist. He was a performer on stage for years and started to grow his toolkit in order that he could transition into the artistic space. And until we had this rather unfortunate thing called COVID uh, smack us upside the head, he was uh, he had transitioned to become part of the artistic team on a touring show. So he's now off stage, but very immersed in the next steps, uh, likely sort of carving a path toward 
artistic direction and creative direction and this type of stuff. So he'll tell his story and his experiences of what his journey has been. Wow, this sounds like an amazing uh, starting crew here. I'm very excited to hear all of those interviews. Um, cool. And then you will probably continue the series a bit longer, but we just wanted to like go through the first uh, first batch. So um, one question I have about the series in general is, what kind of stereotypes or myths would you like to dismantle or debunk with your interviewees and with your stories that you tell? Certainly there's a lot in the world of casting that I suspect we will get to without having a definitive list of, you know, big misnomers out there. I'd like to be Mm. able to just approach all our subject matters with total transparency, lots of authenticity, passion and compassion. I think that more important than anything, I'd like to, shine a light on these really amazing people in the industry who all have sets of experiences that from one through one lens might look a little bit niche because here we are in our world of circus arts when in fact uh, you turn it inside out and we're talking about significant life skills uh, they've made choices to be in the artistic milieu to to pursue circus arts I'd like to zoom out a little bit and and take a look at how that intersects with the broader performing arts. And then even beyond that, how so many of these experiences and skills are really actually so applicable to any industry. We just happen to love the circus. And so that's where these people have landed. You did mention that there's a practical aspect to this. And I wonder what kind of guidance and information can a viewer expect to take home after each episode? This is something I'm really excited about. And I think it's the teacher in me and I'm like third generation teacher in my family. So we can't help but want to, to share and give some really practical, tangible takeaways, things that people can hopefully learn from and implement in their life. So one of the goals I've set with all of my guests is that they identify three distinct things. And that's such a vague word, but I don't want to limit it because it might be a practical tip. It might be a more philosophic approach or a reframing of something based on what they've learned and experienced in their life. It could fall into that category of, if only I'd known back then what I know now. We're going to summarize each episode with three distinct things under the appropriate C, whether that's coaching, casting, or career, that hopefully people Mm -hmm. can consider a little nugget and take away and put that in their pocket and hopefully actually deploy in their life. Well, thank you for taking the time today to let our listeners know about your upcoming series, and it launches on April 20th. Check out the pro space on Circus Talk to get access to 360 degrees. Um, Circus Talk, I just want to say, is an independent career platform for the circus arts, and it's working on several new features this year as part of its Circus Talk Pro offering. Stay tuned for more professional development and networking opportunities with us, everyone. And Stacy Clark, thank you again for being our guest today. Looking forward to hearing all the new episodes. 
It's my pleasure. Thank you, Kim. 